Hello and welcome to the Church in Context podcast. My name is John. I'm here with Jonah, my co-host. Is that your official title, Jonah? Do we have titles for this? I thought, I thought you were the co-host. Oh, I think you're right. right. Yes. So my name is John. I want to introduce my my host, Jonah. Jonah, how's it going? Uh, I'm good. Just working on humility lately. (laughs) I can tell. Yeah. (laughs) How's it going? How How are you assessing your own humility recently? Is that? Um, I think I'm I'm killing it. Honestly, I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it has been. Uh, but I'm really natural at it. So. I can tell. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, I just want to welcome you all again. This is episode nine. And today we're looking at our 2020 year in review. Before we uh, jump into that, though, we have our tradition of having kind of an odd or funny news story. And Jonah, since you're the host, do you want to share yours first today? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, apparently, a goat, a sheep, and three lambs besieged a municipal building in Turkey. <laughs> I feel like I need to give more context than that, um, but it, I, it is what it sounds like. So there was um, a collection of farm animals uh, went around this building and prevented people from entering it um, in, in, in Turkey. Uh, is it the weirdest thing that's happened this year? Probably not. We're actually going to be reading off weirder things that were less likely to happen um, <laughs> throughout the podcast. But for this week, that was that was a pretty weird one. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty strange one. Um, yeah, I don't know. And, and for those of you who don't know, Turkey is actually a name of a country in, in, in this context. It sounds, like, it sounds like one of the animals, but is in this context, I believe you're referring to the, the nation of Turkey that is... Uh, in by the Mediterranean Sea, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> you think, right? Probably. Wow, that kind of reminds me of a, a time that like a grasshopper almost took besiege my my car as I was driving it. Like it, it snuck in, and it, yeah. So I could see how, how animals could do that. That's, yeah, that's bigger weird. than grasshoppers. They'll, they'll mess you up. I don't know, like, so don't get me wrong. We have this picture of sheep as just being like super docile and cute, and goats are like the petting zoo gurus. Um, but I, I don't think I want to mess with the sheep. I, I think a sheep, I, I, you know, they were mad um, and I was making them mad. I don't think that would go well for me. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, they could bite and then they have all that wool that's protective. I mean, they're, they're honestly the perfect killing machines. So I, I think so. Yeah. Killing machines. Yeah. 2021. <laughs> Murder <laughs> yeah. Watch out. Murder sheep. <laughs> they're coming. Uh, for me, this is kind of a, a funny and an odd one, but also, a, I think, a positive one if it ends up being real. Uh, University of Stanford is finding a way to make cotton candy machines into N95 mask making machines. So I'm not sure if they're just taking the, the idea of a cotton candy machine or they're actually repurposing cotton candy machines, but they will be using that... Um, I don't even know how to describe it. Whatever makes the, the sugar all fluffy, right? They're making that into um, not using sugar, but a different material to make the N95 masks. So they can actually go to like hospitals and stuff like that. So um, yeah, you know, maybe your cotton candy 
could work as a mask if you don't eat it. Like, I don't know. That that could be, you know, just the future of cotton candy machines. I mean, if you're thinking of like maybe beanies or scarves or hoodies, I'm just thinking there's a lot of potential, right, with this discovery. So cotton candy machines, face coverings, it's coming. That's wild. That's crazy. Yeah, man, what, what a weird sentence to utter. Yes. <laughs> cotton candy machines will soon be making the face masks uh, we wear. Just I could have done a lot to unpack in that sentence, but all of us get it. <laughs> That's what's kind of funny about this year. We're going to transition to look at this year, 2020. You know, we can think of these ridiculous news stories and how they sound funny week to week. But looking back on this year, holy smokes, has it been an intense year. And I can't believe that it's almost over. It almost doesn't feel real. Like, I can't imagine living in 2021 you know like that's how long 2020 has felt ever since for those of us in the united states march has just been on and on but there have been some key developments um even before march that 2020 was not looking like the most awesome year um there have been a lot of monumental things that have happened and it's just really interesting as we think about the church and how it fits into this. And we believe that, well, I, I shouldn't say all of us, but many in the church believe that things will get worse before Jesus comes back. And you kind of see that pattern happening in scripture too. And before there's like a kind of judgment and that kind of thing. So we're, we're in that. And yeah, I just kind of want to walk through a timeline. Um, yeah, any general opening thoughts on on 2020? Where do you start, right, Jonah? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, I, I'm, I am proud to say I was a very early pessimist. So before COVID <laughs> hit the US, I, I was like, what is up with this year? This is terrible. So anyways, yeah, there's a lot of things. Yeah, like you said, though, um, I feel like there's a couple very key stories, very important things that happened this year that kind of overshadowed everything else that happened this year. So there's, again, there's a lot of weird things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, uh, it's good that you were a pessimist to start off. I remember all the, the different churches, and maybe if you're listening, yours was one of them, that had the 2020 vision series, right? I didn't, the church that I was attending at the time did not have that, but a lot of churches did. And mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like that didn't, didn't go so well. And it actually starts, it actually starts on... November 17th, 2019. Any guesses on what happened back in November of last year? Well, there's a 19, that number. <laughs> there is. <laughs> was that the beginning of COVID? It was the beginning. It was the first known outbreak mm-hmm. of COVID-19 in Wuhan, China. So that's, oh. that's where, it's where it began. So that's why it's called, if you're ever wondering, COVID-19. It's not because it's the 19th COVID. I've heard that. It, no, it's because this particular strain of virus was first discovered, first kind of came into um, infecting humans um, in 2019. Mm-hmm. And 
What made it a little more difficult was that it wasn't re reported to the World Health Organization until December 31st. So it was already on, on the move, right, um, before the World Health Organization, which is an organization that has been instrumental in the past, oh, I should do my research, the past half century uh, when it comes to like vaccines and kind of eradicating certain illnesses, like getting rid of illnesses and stopping them like he, other pandemics. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what they do. And it was reported. So they were on top of it, but kind of a month and a half too late, apparently. Wow. Uh, it was spreading. Yeah. And wow, uh, that's 2019. And that's a key uh, precursor. That's a foreshadowing for those of you taking your English classes already <laughs> of what would happen in 2020. But uh, COVID-19 didn't really become a big story, at least for us in the United States, until a few months in. But a lot of stuff happened in January and February of that year. So mm -hmm. also spreading was wildfires, brush fires in Australia. And that was the big story of January, I feel like, was, was wildfires and just killing off not only people, but hundreds and hundreds of thousands of species and even endangered species down there and just leaving devastation. Do you remember anything about the, the wildfires and, or I guess brush fires, I'm not sure what the difference is, but yeah. basically Australia burning down? Yeah, no, I, I do remember that. So I don't personally have uh, really any friends I can think of from Australia. Uh, so it didn't hit super close down, but I, I do remember hearing about that and, and seeing a lot about that on social media, just pictures of um, pillars of smoke uh, coming up from, from beautiful locations. Um, yeah, it was definitely a, definitely a weird way to start off the year. And that, that to me is when I was like, sold that this year was going to be rough. I, I was pretty early on. I'm like, it's January. Oh, yeah. You know, the country slash continent is on fire. Uh, <laughs> what are we going to do? How's this year going to shape up? Yeah, no kidding. That that was a rough start to the year. And wow, there are just so many things to go over. This this next one, I'm not going to touch on it um, a lot just because I don't want to get into all the, the controversial details, but also was a foreshadowing. Uh, January 16th was the day that the impeachment trials for Donald Trump started, and that lasted two weeks. And he actually was impeached. He wasn't removed. But at the same time, this was a precursor into the division that we see in our nation. You know, whether or not you see them as legitimate or not, um, those, those trials and that kind of thing. But that happened. And that's a very unusual thing to have happen. Um, so kind of keep that in the back of your head for kind of later on, because that also kind of set the stage for what happened later in the fall. But as someone who grew up in Southern California and someone who was a basketball fan, mm. something else significant happened at the end of January, January 26th. And I'm sure you know what I'm leading into. Do you know that what I'm talking about, Jonah? Yeah, 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 I do. Was that January? Man, January. January. Oh my that, goodness. You, you you can fact check me, but that's that's what my my one source <laughs> showed. If we have viewers, you can fact check me, but I think it's January twenty sixth was when that happened. Wow. I know. Yeah, Kobe Forever that's, day. that's uh yeah, that's crazy. So he wasn't here when COVID hit the US. No, no. Oh my goodness. 
Wow, that's wild. So that was the uh, death of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And his oldest daughter uh, died. I remember it was a Sunday morning because I remember I was at church mm-hmm. when like that news broke. But yeah, he he was in a not a it was basically a private helicopter. I'm not sure it was his or not, but yeah, yeah, because of a lot of fog in Los Angeles and I don't know exactly what happened, but a dangerous time to fly a helicopter and it crashed. And Kobe Bryant just one or two years retired. Um, One of the greatest players in NBA history just died at the age of, how old was he? Was it 42, 43, something like that? Uh, Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. So that was a big, big story. And a lot of other celebrity deaths happens that we're not going to get into. Um, I think of like uh, Sean Connery died this year and much later this year. But yeah, just a lot of other. Um, later on as yeah, well. Right. Yeah. 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 Wow. I know. So we're still in January. I've got okay. I've got well, one year for time. January. Surely this year will get better, right? <laughs> right. Surely. This At least is you got the worst parts done. Nice. <laughs> That's right. This is um <laughs> one more in January. This is gonna, we can okay. just do January. Let's just not get into March. Let's just talk yeah. about <laughs> so January 31st, Brexit. So the United Kingdom decides to officially vote to leave uh, the European Union. And they have a one-year timeline to do that. So that's still in process. And it's going to happen in the next few weeks, supposedly. Uh, I can't speak into the big mess that Brexit is. I know it's a big political mess. Um, But that kind of became official on January 31st of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously it was talked about in like past years, right? But they took a more official step forward, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's it's been, yeah, yeah. It's been talked about for a few years. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't have. We're gonna skip ahead real fast. I don't have anything written down for February. Can you think of anything for February? I think January was a little much for me. I just kind of mentally <laughs> skipped ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hibernated in February. Um, right. yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I know that at some point there were some conflicts between the U.S. and um, Iran. Uh, that might have been February. Anyways, might have been January as well. Oh, this is this is also January. So that's when okay. the Iranian general, say, yeah, uh, Soleimani was assassinated by a, a drone, which that's kind of controversial, um, mm-hmm. and and might have been against um, international law. So yeah, yeah, there are some 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 tensions developing there. Yeah, which that ended up being a, a much smaller thing. Than I thought it was going to be at the time. Yep. In, in like in hindsight, at the, at the moment everyone was freaked out, but that's not the story here. It's one we almost forgot, which is ironic. <laughs> I know. Seriously. So John, moving on. Moving on to March. Tell me, where's the redemption? How does this year get better? <laughs> well, <laughs> how does it get better? Well, the World Health Organization on March 11th declared that there are no more viruses and everybody's going to be nice and healthy for the rest of their lives. March 11th was definitely not the day that they declared a worldwide pandemic. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That happened. I lied. I apologize. (laughs) Yeah. I I still remember where where we were when uh, things started to get crazy in Oregon. Uh, so for context, uh, John and I were actually at a, um, we were at a youth retreat. Uh, the first one I had ever led. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
And I remember we, we sat there um, in kind of the, the eating area that we had. And we sat and we realized, wait, we're not going to be able to meet in person for church uh, starting next Wednesday. We probably shouldn't be here right now. How do we how do we go about this? And it was crazy. It was interesting to see how, like, everything had to adapt. Oh, it was so weird. It was so weird, like, going last second and telling our um, our volunteer who who did the cooking, like, all right, we have to completely redo how we're doing this, like, like the, the day of. And then mm -hmm. church, Sunday morning church service getting canceled, even though our retreat was not canceled. And yeah. us being like, this might be the last time we see these kids for a while in person. Yeah. So we immediately had to adjust to do doing an in-person retreat, going home, and then suddenly doing everything over YouTube and Zoom. Yeah. And figuring out what Zoom is. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah. Kind of cool. it, was, it was definitely unbold. And in some ways, it, it still is. But uh, especially early on, there were so many like weird, unanswered questions. That, that's kind of what I remember from this year is just oh yeah, having to deal with problems I wasn't expecting to have to solve uh, this year. And actually, our, our sponsor, Student Connection, um, that's one thing that they've had to deal with as well. We talked about it today. They're working on you know bringing in a podcast, on finding ways to do online resources because their event can't operate like it normally does. So it's it's, yeah, it's just strange. Yeah, so, so, so strange. So the, the pandemic was made official. And then I remember, I think it was back, I'm not sure if it was a nationwide thing or just our state, we're in Oregon, but you had the two weeks to stop the spread or slow the spread, right? Mm -hmm. That's, it's been the longest two weeks. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, yeah. yeah. Um, with, with kind of that date, you have March 9th, 12th, and 16th are when the stock market crash, mm. the three biggest single-day drops in stock market history wow. um, happened. And with that, the economy just, just tanked in the United States because of all the, the lockdowns. Mm. And that was the beginning. That was... I'm sure many of you remember. Um, I, I remember with the the Christian school that that we kind of worked with was faculty packing up student lockers and putting them in a brown grocery bag, and like yeah. that was it. Like they were not coming back to school that semester. So just just so weird how how that happened so fast and so um, just so suddenly. Yeah, and we're still in that. And I don't even know how, how to describe that. That's the big news story of every single month. But there are some things that happened kind of in between. Mm -hmm. um, this is kind of a, an interesting one. So this was in April. You had North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. He, like, disappeared for yeah. a couple of weeks. Now, that happened. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm mixing things up. I know something happened in April and again in August. But there was like a time where he did not appear. People thought that he was in a coma. People thought that his sister was taking over the country. And it was just like, what happened? <laughs> what happened to Kim Jong-un? And he's like not speaking. He missed some key events. And yeah, because it's such a lockdown nation, um, they did not communicate what was happening. So there was like, you know, you have this like nuclear threat and there's all this turmoil happening there. Um, I can't believe that was this year too. That was this year. That's crazy. 
Yeah. And like only yesterday we were invading your A51 and then, and the world just went oh, crazy. Man. Yeah. And maybe we did successfully invade and this all happened. I don't know. Oh man. And okay. So this is another big one. So this was the end of April and then the end of May. So end of, end of April, we started to see protests, not for the, what we remember, but people protesting the stay at home orders. Oh, so okay. those are really big. Those were happening nationwide. And basically it was kind of like I, I joked about a few minutes ago that two weeks to slow the spread was turning into six weeks and two months and it wasn't ending. And people were protesting at state capitals as a result. And um, whether you consider they've made some progress or they just made things worse, that was the beginning of kind of this showing how people were feeling unrest with being stuck at home, right? And on top of that, a couple of events leading up to this, but on Memorial Day, May 26th, many of you listening remember that the, what was recorded on a cell phone video, the death of George Floyd, mm -hmm. at the kind of gruesome, like the hands of a police officer and, and just the, the protests that continued all the way through, I think it was October. Um, I'm, yeah, at least here in Portland. Yes. At least here in Portland. I, I know for yeah. some other places, it was a, it was a bit of a uh, shorter time of unrest, but here in Portland, it definitely was, um, yeah, a major thing, and and still is. Um, and, and what was wild, and it, while this didn't happen, well, it didn't happen that long worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, protests happened across the globe like yeah. it wasn't just the u.s which which you know think of like yeah minnesota portland okay that, that's what we hear about no it was happening in major yeah. cities london berlin um yeah just i, I don't want to say other specifics but i know other continents were also protesting that so just just wild um and how that continued and just the images that kind of came from that and the the different movements and laws that came as a result. Really, really interesting. It's almost like we entered in, in a weird, weird way to another civil rights movement, um, yeah. which is really fascinating to see that. Mm -hmm. And wow, just continuing on, and this is something I wasn't really aware of at the time, but June 16th, there was uh, violence um, between India and China, where there was actually some, along their border, there were some yeah, just some like attacks and other soldiers. And, and there was actually discussion of, are we going to enter into World War III wow. in June? I know. So crazy as we didn't hear about that. <laughs> yeah. Like World War III, whatever. Like uh, that. World War III is on the back burner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so there was some tension there. And there's there's kind of been little pockets of, of tension that we have um, been able to kind of see um, throughout uh, kind of the rest of the year, right? So there was, we talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, but we have um, Armenia and Azerbaijan. We had that conflict. We had um, the Syrian conflict that's ongoing. Um, a lot of war in the Middle East. There's there's uh, yeah. just a lot of tension. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, a lot of things around the world. A lot, it feels like it, one thing could set all of it off. I'm surprised that, you know, the two largest countries by population uh, entering attentions didn't set it off. So, yep. wow. 
I know exactly. Oh man, just continuing on this, this was a small one as I was researching. I didn't realize this at the time either, but July mm -hmm. 6th, um, there was a strain or person was infected with the bubonic plague in Mongolia. So black death. Oh man. <laughs> right. So I think that was nipped in the bud. Um, yeah. Let's hope that we don't have another um, black death. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's coming. But um, moving on to something that is going to hit home for a lot more of our, our listeners is the wildfires. Yeah. So yeah. if you're on the West Coast, yeah, if you're in the Portland area like we are, or if you're you know in California or Washington, uh, wildfires were just devastating this year. And I just remember the day that it started in Oregon, like this super, super windy and dry day, like it's beyond windy. And then it began. Uh, what was your perspective and take on that, Jonah? Um, one thing I remember in that moment was really wanting to be there to help, but being unsure if I actually could. I don't know if anyone else uh, listening felt that, but I remember telling people like, hey, if my house doesn't go into, you know, this certain evacuation level, uh, feel free to come over, but I can't guarantee it'll be safe forever. That, that was a weird, a weird place where I remember want, wanting the best for my own safety, wanting to do what would be good for, you know, kind of my family, um, and, and our home while also wanting to help others. And, and those two things to me were yeah. a really big conflict, uh, for a while, which is something I feel like, you know, every year we hear about fires somewhere in the world, uh, often in California, but being here in Oregon, that's not a tension I expected to find, but to me, that was that was the weirdest part about all of this. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I was also, we also had some key things packed up in case we needed to leave. Yeah. Um, because it was in southeast, south, southeast of Portland was the big fire was coming. I mean, we weren't sure who's going to be contained. So, yeah. And then California got hit super hard. Some whole towns were destroyed these fires and yeah that was still this year so people are dealing with the pandemic the loss of jobs and maybe the loss of their home like this feels like the beginning of job almost right if you've ever read the beginning of the book of job um yeah just everything being affected mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely strange very very yeah. weird i feel like that's one that more people gloss over but to me that was i would say that was one of the harder parts of the year uh, emotionally. I, I don't know why that was, um, but I remember feeling just, yeah, a lot of tension, a lot of strife. Um, I think cause it was so visual for people. I know, you know, seeing pictures of fires surrounding like your friend's homes, what was really hard. Um, oh, obviously, yeah, for sure. yeah there, there's been a lot of big things, but to me that was, and maybe it was that coupled with other things, you know, maybe it's the fact that this happened when we were all exhausted from the yep. other big events of the year. But yeah, that one's really tough. Yeah, I think that happened right at the beginning of school. A lot of schools pushed back their start date to like that week when that happened. Yeah. So the first full semester of, of COVID school, and then this all happens. Man. You can't even be outside. Like, it's not just you can't go to public places. You can't literally can't be outside because there's so much smoke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, this is... This happened on October 2nd, and this is just a big thing nationally. 
um, was when the president got COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And that was just a reminder for us that this is real, right? That this is a real thing and anyone could catch it. Now he had access to, you know, some of the the best medical team in, in the country. So he would end up being fine. But there were a couple of days where it's like, oh, wow, this is serious. I know that's happened in other countries. Yeah, Boris Johnson got it in yep. baseball, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, the French, was it the French prime minister? Uh, mm-hmm. Just got it too. So just like today or yesterday, he was diagnosed with it. So um, it's it's also happening, you know, still happening that world leaders can get it too. So we're, none of us are vulnerable from it. And that leads me into, and, and we're not going to talk about this a whole lot, just because it's still um, up in the air, still controversial. But November 3rd, the elections happened. Well, the last day to vote happened. And what usually happens on election night, I know we have a lot of like young adults and, and teens watching this. Usually what happens is there's some a pretty definite like who's going to win and who's not going to win. And usually if you stay up really late to like midnight, two in the morning, someone concedes and you know who the president's going to be. But because of mail-in voting, because of, um, yeah, just really close races being recounted, we didn't really know that. We had um, presidents uh, or President like Biden elected on, you know, officially declared on Saturday morning, not Tuesday night, which is really late. Yeah. But even then, there's, you know, there's been conflict and uncertainty even up until this date. Um, so that's been a big, big news story, right? If you're if you're listening today on December 17th, 2020, that's still probably in your newsfeed yeah. um, of what's going on. And kind of in the midst of that, going back, I referenced the Trump impeachment trial. There was a survey, and I apologize, I didn't grab the source for this survey, but it said 61% of Americans either agree or strongly agree that the U.S. is on the verge of civil war because of how tense wow. things are between two sides. Yeah. And wow, you can see that. You can see that with the pre-election stuff, even post-election, which is highly unusual um so just a lot a lot of tension built up this year a lot of frustration um no matter what side you're on that's been a lot of negative (laughs) i'll say one one positive ready for this okay vaccine got approved so the pfizer biotech vaccine we actually talked about this last week on the podcast um, got approved last week. So that was December 10th or maybe officially December 12th, but like the, like the first approval happened on December 10th and mm-hmm. people have been vaccinated since in the U S which is crazy. There's like a little bit of hope. The second vaccine I think is on being talked about today, the Moderna vaccine. So that's coming. So there's a positive thing happening. Um, I'm sure there were some other positive news stories that I missed, but the the big monumental ones. um, Yeah. Wow. Okay. I just, I just said a lot of the past two months, any comment or anything I missed with this year? Yeah. I don't know. I I think you got a lot of it. And what I'm interested in is just 
Um, an exercise I've kind of been doing is thinking about how I've really felt in this year with all the challenges it's brought. Um, because I know someday, you know, my grandkids are going to ask me, uh, what, what was 2020 really like? And it's interesting. I wonder if, you know, the way we view these things now will make more sense in the future. If someday, um, we'll look back on this and, and have learned something, um, or if this year is just kind of rough. Uh, but it's kind of interesting to realize where you're at now to look back on the year, look back on the events, see how you responded. And I don't know, it, it's been like an interesting year to reflect on because obviously a, a lot happened. Um, yeah. I'm pretty young, but I, I will say this is the most eventful year of my lifetime. Um, I think old people say that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's been strange, but I guess it's, it's, there's something calming too about keeping that sense of perspective. But looking at it in the big picture, sometimes it makes it a little bit less scary. So I found comfort in that. I think that's a good point. The That we could look back and see how this changed us, maybe positively. Yeah. Um, maybe what that, sh things that that revealed in us, either individually or collectively as a nation. Um, and, you know, I, I just think of the, the idea that character is developed through trials, like the seed of character comes through adversity, through mm -hmm. difficult times. And we'll see. We'll see if there's fruit from 2020 or if we're going to be taken over by farm animals next year. I'm, I'm not really sure. We'll see. Orals, right? Yeah, right. Hey, I did, rem I, did, I did forget to mention two more important dates. Last ones. Okay. October 8th and November 5th, really like key, key, like, yeah, yeah like earth shattering dates. Like they're, they're going to change the course of history. Wow. Do you know what happened on those two dates? I, I don't. On October 8th, we recorded the first episode wow. of Open Context Podcast. And on November 5th was when we announced that we had four episodes and we're, we're officially going live on YouTube at that point. Like the balance of this year, it, it's like neutral, I guess. When you take that, that's right. That's right. It was, an, it was an all right year. Yeah, you know, like it, it definitely balanced out. Like who knows? Like maybe this podcast would have happened if it weren't for. True. Like <laughs> the butterfly effect. There you go. That's right. <laughs> well, it has been a year. I just want to. Wow, I just want to give a shout out to our, our listeners that this is hard and just acknowledge that it's okay to grieve what you lost. And I just, I just feel for, um, people who missed graduation, yeah. people who missed seeing family at Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, life events that were missed, like too many, too many to count really like all the parties you miss, the senior year of high school, the junior year of high school, whatever year you're in, you miss that. Um, you miss, maybe you miss the sports um, that would have happened this fall. Maybe they will happen, maybe they won't. Um, even more significantly, um, those of you who lost uh, loved ones this year, whether it was to COVID or to not, not to COVID, but um, it's really hard because there wasn't that opportunity for many people for some there was but for many to go to a funeral let's say um or even to be with a loved one as they passed because they were they had COVID. so just want to give um yeah whoever's listening we are praying for you 
we'll pray for you ahead of time and just that grieving process of the loss there's a, a loss that everyone has experienced this year and some it's been more or less but it's been dark and we have a lot to hope for and i think we'll kind of talk about this in a second but i think with this season of advent um it really brings to light how much hope we have true yeah and hope doesn't mean that um you know everything is always going to feel great or or feel good it, it doesn't mean that you're not going to go through hard times uh jesus himself wept when his friend died you know there, there was hard times he went through on this earth um but hope means that in light of all of that uh we have something we can look forward to even when the world seems so bleak so and i, I love uh one of my favorite passages that's got me through this year is first corinthians 13 13 now these three remain faith hope and love and the greatest of these is love everything else might fall apart those three remain faith in what jesus did on the cross for us and the hope that we have in god um, hope for the future that we get to spend with him for all eternity when all this is said and done and love in the middle of all of this how are we responding to a world that's hurting respond in love so yeah good word respond in love we're gonna wrap up our podcast now with just what's on your mind this week and we just gave it a lot of what's mm -hmm. on our minds, <laughs> but anything specific for you, Jonah, that's, you know, maybe newsworthy, could be serious or not. Um, that's on your mind this week. And I guess if I'm going to be uh, honest, those of you who are watching, who are students, who are in finals week, I'm with you. Um, yeah. I am also there yes. <laughs> 110%. So for me, at a very practical level, uh, finals, I feel like you might've heard the phrase the tyranny of the immediate. When there's something you have to do and it's right there, uh, that's what kind of rules your life. Finals are kind of ruling my life right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For me, so this has been a song that I have heard a lot kind mm -hmm. of this, this month. A song many of you hear every Christmas, but Silent Night. And just the idea that this is... Um, this is a Christmas that is going to be silent for a lot of us. It's a Christmas that maybe you're not with family. Maybe you can't do all the activities that you normally would. You can't be with as much family at least, or you can't see extended family. And it is a time where you think of the, the silent nights of Jesus's birth. And we can actually take this time to be silent at Christmas, maybe for the first time in our lives, be silent at Christmas and reflect on the fact that Jesus came, that he became a man, that he showed his love for us in that way. And I just want to encourage you, you know, this maybe this is the only silent Christmas you'll ever have. So rest, enjoy it. Remember Jesus, remember the hope that you have. All right, Jonah, thank you so much for your time once again. Uh, I should say thank you for allowing me onto your show as the host. <laughs> so appreciated. Any, 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 anytime. And we will see 
everyone next year. Actually, one more time before the end of 2020. We'll see how 2020 goes these next two weeks. Um, but one more time and we'll have our kind of our 2021 preview and how to uh, how to approach a new year and kind of the mindset there. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.